Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hello, everybody. This is Derek from Backpacking and Blisters, and alongside me today is the only man I've ever seen hike 42 miles in a day, sit down at camp, and just say how good he felt, and then unpack, unbeknownst to him, a bear cub out of his backpack that I had put in there. <laughs> and I was like, how do you even not notice this thing the whole trip, you know? And needless to say, the mother cub, mother bear was not far behind, so. So it was a bear cub, not a cub scout. No, wow. We're doing, yeah. It was a bear okay, cub. Okay, just, that was just good. clarifying because I mean, our, unless you're kidnapping um, children, like, then yeah, it's a bear cub. <laughs> not, not anymore. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> <laughs> and with me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man who wears his high school Boy Scout uniform to job interviews. <laughs> oh, and maybe weddings, too. <laughs> if I was a Boy Scout. I actually might do that if I was a Boy Scout. That's funny. Oh, wait, wow. It, wait, you're not a Boy Scout, so where are you getting that uniform from then? Well, maybe from the kids that you kidnapped. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Round and round we go, buddy. Round and round. We go. <laughs> because because teenagers fit in the backpacks, right? Is that your your thought process? Yeah, yeah, there? of course, of course. Okay, it's not that all bad. right. So <laughs> so today's title, merit badges for grownups. That's kind of the, the the connection to our tie in there. We'll get to that in a little bit. Mm. I actually just have two uh, quick tidbits, I guess. One actually relates to the intro, and we uh, we read uh, Todd's. I guess, uh, critique of my intro specifically. And he has responded. He, he kind of rose up to the challenge. Yes. He, he, um, he messaged us an MP3 that we're going to share after the main part of this episode is done. We'll kind of hear from him specifically. Todd. And nice. he sounds like a friendly guy, actually. He, he was very, yeah, he sounds like a good guy. So I'm excited about that. I, I think Todd opened your eyes, you know, and he kind of voiced yeah. what, uh, a lot of us maybe have been thinking, Carl. So don't confuse me saying he's a nice guy for I agree with him. Don't confuse. <laughs> oh, that. I'm not. Oh, I'm definitely not. Uh, I ha- is that your only tidbit? Because I I do have a tidbit. No, I got one more. Oh, okay. I d- I got an email today from Mountain House. Mm-hmm. A couple episodes ago, I kind of referenced a phone conversation that I had. Yeah. And I had I had taped it, and so. Um, anyway, so they, they gave us approval to play it. So I don't know. It's kind of, we're kind of past that episode. So I'll just throw it in right. at the end of this episode, like after your little rant, after we closings out. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. It's a rant so, now. Okay, good. It's a rant. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> if you, so I guess if you're interested in, I don't know, some f- the phone conversation and how they actually answered my ridiculous questions, you can listen to that. I'll edit down the awkward pauses too, so it'll be better. Please, please do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a tidbit. Um, I don't know if you heard this, that two people had died in Yosemite this past week or Mm-mm. two ago. I think uh, there was, I think there's already been eight, Eight deaths in six months. Yeah, or people die there all the time. Yeah, it was like eight deaths in six months, and a few of them were from people taking selfies of themselves, like in uh, crazy places. So, um, but that sounds like the that sounds like the Darwin Awards, you know, like where people like like social Darwinism, where they remove themselves from the human race because they are not the fittest, so to speak, and they die doing ridiculous things, like. Don't you think that fits? I don't know Sitting where you're selfies? going with that, but I, I, I kind of... Well, you haven't heard of the Darwin Awards? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, they, they issue these awards every year to people who die in like absurd ways. Uh, common ways to die, surprisingly, are like people that like try to steal things out of vending machines and then the vending machines like topple over on them and kill them, like oh, stuff that, like that. Well, that's... Yeah, that's ridiculous for sure. Okay. But I think... So that sounded like the... The Yosemite version of that. Well, I think two. I think the people recently had. I think they slipped and fell off of a cliffside or something. It wasn't like selfie, but there was a couple people that did it from selfies. But the recent ones, I believe, were not from that. So I just, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody who had heard about that, um, but you know, thoughts and prayers, obviously, for all those people. For sure. So that is an interesting, but yeah, sad tidbit. And yeah, people die in national parks all the time, man. It's pretty crazy how frequent that is. is, but. I guess it hits more at a home, though, because it's Yosemite, and that's like our home base, so to speak, I guess you could say. Right, 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 right. And uh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, moving on. Moving on to the episode. So this is kind of like a play on, I guess, the Boy Scouts, since we have a good friend that's a boy, it's an Eagle Scout. And mm. although, I mean, we're going to kind of reference like this idea of merit badges where you kind of like learn skills to do things and because there's obviously a lot of skills involved in backpacking but really isn't right. i think boy scouts are kind of on the downside of things so like other organizations are sort of rising up to take their place like trail life for example yeah yeah yeah. and actually coincidentally i'm actually going to be bringing my son to a trail life meeting this week for the first time and we'll see if he likes it we'll see what happens Ooh, are you nervous about it how are you feeling about it you think I like? Uh, I'm not nervous. It's kind of it's kind of low risk. I'm just yeah. I want to see, like it's I don't know. I guess we have these these visions of like these you know these organizations are always outdoors and they're kind of roughing it or doing survival stuff. And really a lot of times it's just kind of get-togethers. And then maybe like when it's warmer out they might go camping or something. So when I reference, I kind of talked to the guy already when I said, hey, yeah, I like to go backpacking every my son all the time, kind of a thing. He's like, oh, we don't do that yet at their age. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but but you're advanced not that it, w- it wasn't that wasn't the issue it was more that um the dads aren't showing up like they don't get all mm. the dads to show up so taking really young boys you know without their dads being there it can be challenging like they got to listen uh, to you yeah. and if they don't listen very well like that could cause right. um what you just talked about in yosemite basically so correct correct right yeah wow. anyway so we're gonna we're gonna tie it in. we got kind of a play on that and this brings me to Acts 13.2, which is the Acts of the Apostles. While they were ministering um, to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And mm. so um, Barnabas 
and Saul, who would later become Paul, are going to be sort of like standards or levels for our play on like merit badges for adults. And we're also going to throw in Timothy there. So we kind of have like the young level, the Barnabas or the kind of the, you know, the, the, the middle level and the Paul, which is like the advanced level. Correct. So that's kind of how the verse ties in. So, so we're going to kind of, there's, we're not going to hit all the skills. Like we're going to hit, we'll do three a piece and talk about what we think it should look like to have merit badges for grownups, because after all, we still like to have <laughs> badges of honor. Yes. You want to start us off? You want to? Yeah, I'll start. I'll start. Yeah, and, yeah, and real, yeah. And real quick, like, you know, pe- like th- this might seem a little bit juvenile, but people are still, you know, they, they go to national parks and they still, you know, buy patches and put them on their backpacks. The military still gives out badges like, you know, like I just referenced. And so this is not too far from. So like if somebody wants to take this idea and they want to market it, like you have permission because I think this is a good idea. Mm. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Do you, do, you, do you see that? Do you see people? I, I see the I see the value, especially for somebody like you. You know, that could use that encouragement. You know, like, wow, <laughs> hey, you just got a shoe tying badge. Good job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's yeah, gonna shoe- excite you <laughs> to to keep coming back for more. You but know it could I mean? also so, serve as like you know a way to communicate, like nonverbal communication. If somebody's like, hey, let me show you how to do this, you could just simply just point to your badge on your backpack. <laughs> I can see solved. you doing that. I can see somebody <laughs> saying something on the trail, and you're like, um, <clears throat> and then you're like pointing to your badge, like, I mean, I kind I of already know how to do that. I'm kind of a big deal around my own part. I'm kind of a oh. yeah, exactly. I'm kind of I'm kind of at the Paul level on that one. So maybe I need to teach you something. Hey, you never, you know, I'm always willing to learn. You never know. What do you got for me? What's your, what's your first? Okay, one? You want to jump in? I'm just, I just like the idea of this. Right. You want to just get to the the heart of the well, matter? Well, I'm here. excited. This is fun. Is this? fun okay yeah so I'll, I'll ask questions about what i was going to just talk about as we go then okay okay fair. all right so i'm gonna start with kind of an obvious one uh yeah. shelter is a skill right like putting up a shelter yes. skill 100%. so so i'm going to give you kind of like what that looks like for the timothy level the barnabas level and the paul level and you'll kind of do the same thing with your ideas okay so the okay. timothy level is like you can set up your own tent and maybe even set it up by yourself like you don't need help setting up your own tent sure. okay okay Barnabas level is like kind of spagiver, like you can use a hammock for your shelter mm-hmm. and still remain, you know, waterproof and warm. And maybe maybe even go cowboy camping like we talked about and sure. be totally fine. And then the Paul level would be like, why even bring any of that stuff? You can just use what's around you and create your own shelter, kind of survival guy. Yes. Okay. So then yeah. as we go through these, like just let's just share what level we think we're at. So where, where are you with this? With the with the shelter, yeah. Um, well, I feel like I could do Paul level, but I've never really had the opportunity. Okay. So I think it's fair to say um, Barnabas would be doable. Although so you- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we we really only do tents, you know. So we haven't really yeah. had the opportunity. That's why I was saying a couple episodes ago, like it would be fun to do a tentless trip. Right. Do, so I think know. with with merit badges, like. Saying like I could probably do that doesn't really count. Like you got to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got to prove it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like like I th- I agree. You could probably do it, but you got to pull it off for it to actually count. Okay, that's so, fair. So so I think you're at Timothy level. So I guess I'm a Timothy then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I haven't done the hammock, but I definitely have spent lots of nights without the tent. So I, I think I'm more at the Barnabas level there. But yeah, 
I mean, you know, that's okay. We can, we can, we can take you to the next level and myself. It's all, <laughs> you can skip a couple levels actually for the next triple. We'll see if that works. I might, I might, I might jump straight to Paul. Okay. I might just skip Barnabas and go straight to Paul. I like that. We're going to note this for a future trip. And if you want to bring a footprint and say you're a Paul, that doesn't count. Just so you know. <laughs> we just talked about the uselessness of footprints in our last I'm just episode. saying if you bring a footprint and a few like tree branches, that doesn't mean you're Paul. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Fair okay. Okay, so what's your first one? Uh, for me, I have uh, fire starting, of course. I, I love right, to, to start fires. Um, I would say, okay, so initially, like a Timothy level might be something where, you know, I bring my own lighter fluid, I bring matches, I bring, you know, maybe lighter I bring fluid, some... Like- I don't, this is, this is Timothy, you know, okay. maybe you just, uh, bring the basics, uh, stuff from REI and you bring your kindling or whatever. They have like those little fire starter things and okay. all kinds of things. And you just, that's what you use to start your fire. Uh, I would say Barnabas is going a little bit, a little bit simplified maybe, um, where, you know, you just, you're using different things and you're not depending so much on, uh, matches all the time. Maybe you're using like a flint. Mm. Uh, maybe you're using like dryer lint or or germy gel, which is very flammable. Things like that. You're getting more creative yeah. with your starting of fires. Can you start a fire in um, after the rain? Maybe okay. uh, that would be. That I think that would be the the tippity top of a Barnabas, Barnabas level. <laughs> like, can you start a fire after it's super wet? And then I'd say the Paul level is more like, obviously, can you pull like a Tom Hanks and Castaway and just chisel and whittle until you're, uh, you know, you get your kindling and you're, you're spinning wood and all this stuff uh, out get the with no matches. Yeah, with no matches, no flint, no nothing like that. So right. that would be Paul. And then Super Paul would be that after a torrential downpour. <laughs> Super Paul. So. so I think that... Yeah, so I guess what I'm envisioning here is you have your badge, so like you probably have like a badge with like a you know a fire, and then you have like a little smaller like circle with like a T, a B, or a P next to it, so we know what level you're at. <laughs> like, so, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think I don't know. I talked about it kind of being your backpack, but do you, like should we be wearing like merit badge sashes for this to? Sashes, I feel like, is a bit too grandiose, if you will. I think so. Too much, a little too much. I think it's a bit too much, uh, too flaunty, if you will. Um, <laughs> maybe that's your speed. You like the sash. I could get that I for was you. just going Boy Scout related, so that's why I was asking. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, yeah. I think you've got to be like Barnabas, like top end Barnabas level, right? I feel On like I've one. come along with my fire starting. I feel very yeah. confident starting a fire. You want to um, go to Paul level though? Are are you are you looking to go to Paul level on two of these for this next year for fire starting and for shelter? I'm I'm gonna say this. I don't know if I'll full. I'd be it'd be fun to do to get to the Paul level and be comfortable. So I actually had planned. It's funny you brought that up. I actually had planned to research and practice uh, how to start fires without anything. Uh, you know, you might be going to a pretty moist area too, up in the the Pacific Northwest. So that could right. be challenging. So I'll have backup, of course. I'm not going to like totally wing right. it because you got other guys you're depending on, but or that are depending on you. But um, I right. think it'll be fun to just just master that skill. That's a really cool skill to master. I always find it enjoyable. You, yeah, if you could pull off both of those, like we haven't dug in very far, but if you could pull off both of those in one trip and and raise your skill level that far, like that would be impressive for sure. I, on the other hand, am not. So kind of far reaching with my, my hopes and dreams with that. I am at Timothy <laughs> level with the fire starting skill. 
And having Derek along with me, I'm pretty satisfied to be there. I'm going to stay there. That's fair. That's fair. So, I appreciate yeah. that. What do you, right. What's your number two? What do we got? Okay, so then, so kind of our first two, we kind of, you know, there's a lot of obvious ones, right, that we could go to, but mm-hmm. I thought it'd be more fun to, to hit some that might be a little bit not so obvious. So for my first one, I put shelter and probably have like a picture of a tent. We talked about your picture of a fire. Right. I, I'm going to go with um, an episode reference from season one, a death okay. march badge. Death March badge. Death March badge. That would be like, I don't know, maybe like a skeleton like with a hot sun down upon it. <laughs> <laughs> what is what does the Death March badge entail? Okay, so I think that the Timothy level is like somebody invited you on a trip and you didn't realize how hard it was. And it was a death march basically. And you made it. Okay? So okay. like you you successfully made it through. Perhaps you have 23 blisters, such as you had. Sure. Um, perhaps sure. you have like a sunburned face and you know, you, you basically look like death at the end of the, of the trip. Mm. You get, you get dehydrated for over half a day at least. And yeah, so it was tough. All right. Next level is not much better, but it's a little better. Like you are now physically fit enough and mentally tough enough to, to handle the death march without many repercussions. Like whether it's planning out your water better, whether it's, you know, not bringing cotton socks, like you are an experienced backpacker. And so maybe you don't prefer the death march, but like if it were to present itself, you tackle it, you make it, you it's it. not nearly as big of a deal. All right. A little bit vague on that one. I, I get that. Well, it's, it's kind of like you're raising your own bar, like something that is hard for, something that's hard for a beginner would not maybe be hard for you because you've, you know, right. you're more experienced. And so, and that's really just like a kind of the middle ground where the Paul level is the one I'm most excited about. This is where you like intentionally plan the death march mm. and take joy, not in other people's suffering, but in the <laughs> challenge or challenges of the days that they're, that are ahead of you. And you're like, and you just, you know, it's just the, accomplishing the challenge is like part of the enjoyment of the you trip. You love the Paul level on this, by the way. I'm the I Paul level there. I think you love that, like the long trail, minimalist type challenge. I think you enjoy that. I love yeah. it. I love it, and I want more of it. See, I don't think I ever want to achieve Paul level on this. I think I'm content right. at Barnabas. Totally, totally fine. I think you're Barnabas, and too. I'll be. I'm, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. Yeah, I think, and I think that if we were, you know, pointing out merit badges on the trail with people and saying like, "Hey, this is the merit badge I have," mm. I think people would probably respond to me by saying, "Oh, you got the Paul level death march." Yeah. That means I never want to go with you, and that's okay. Right. Uh, so my number two would be. The knot tying badge, uh, which I think is a skill that is very useful out in the in the wild. Um, so Timothy level iron, uh, Timothy iron. What am I saying? Timothy level knot tying badge would be like I can tie my own shoes. I can, you know, <laughs> and you're gonna bring that. I in. Can, well, you gotta tie your own shoes. Um, I can buckle the chest part of my backpack and the waist belt of my backpack. <laughs> I can without help. Without help, that's right. <laughs> and maybe I can tie down, you know, the rain fly on the tent. Okay, the guy lines. The guy lines, correct. Um, so maybe I can do that. That's my Timothy level. I'd say, I would say Barnabas level is. Uh, I can do all that. In addition to, you know, maybe I'm hanging up bear food and I got to tie some knots around the tree. I got to get a little bit more creative with my knots. Can I do a slip knot? Can I do a couple different knots? In basic ways. Slipknot. Um, not square knot, but slipknot. Well, okay. slipknot, square knot, whatever. Uh, and then I would say the Paul level is something I, I kind of want to strive for. Uh, I know, you know, Knowlton was, was pretty good at all of his knots. And uh, I 
I find it really interesting. Like, if we ever needed to randomly rappel down something, I would not be comfortable tying a knot around mm. the tree at all. And I think that could be a really useful skill um, in a lot of different ways. So I think uh, okay. that would be more Paul level. If you're going to, like, rappel, if you're going to do something a little bit more risk-oriented. Risk, uh, right. um, but for all those other simple ones, I think, Timothy and Barnabas, I'd say uh, definitely in the, I would say Barnabas level for sure. But striving for that Paul level. Okay, so I don't really know what level I'm at then, Derek, because I don't really know my, like, I, I'm definitely Timothy level at least. I don't know my knots very well, but I could actually set up a rappel if we needed to. I do know enough, I, I know the figure eight knot, which I would be able to set up for people to rappel down, and I know how to, I know how to safely set up an anchor around a tree. I think, dude, that's for sure Barnabas level. Strong, strong Barnabas. Okay, strong yeah. Barnabas, all right, I'll take that, that's... I'd say oh, we're all right. I don't. I, I. I guess I don't view myself as knowing very many knots. I just know a few. Well, I think there's just so many more to know. You know what I mean? And right. So I think that's something I. I just have. I've had you know Boy Scouts like set up knots to kind of like rig something up, and I, and I just look at it. I'm like, I don't know what you're supposed to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of that, like bear. Uh, you know, running with bear girls into the wild or whatever the show is. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, you're just gonna." Do this knot, and then I'm going to cruise over this ravine, and then you tie that knot and meet me over there. And these people are like, wait, what? And, right, uh, that's what I would be. So those are the things I'm like, this is, you know, these are kind of things like you should, it will be really useful to know for me. I, I would yeah. love to know those. So I'm going to strive No, to- they're useful. Here's why well, I've actually learned a lot of these knots and just simply forgotten them because basically it's one of those things, you, you either use it or you lose it. Like if you're not using right. these knots regularly, right. you're not going to remember them. Correct. So, so that's something I want to get better at and practice. Um, so maybe I'll just carry rope around with me everywhere I go. I don't know. Yeah, or just tie your shoes in a creative fashion every day. Yeah, but you know, if you have slip-ons, you can't really do that. So right, Velcro. Right. Well, slippers, Velcro. <laughs> Flip okay. flops. Um, that's you? a good one. I like the knot tying one. Yeah. I'm gonna go with um, one that like probably is gonna be a little bit on the fringe. Mm. Mm. Food storage. Ooh. So this is a skill for sure, especially in places where they still require you to hang your food. And the ability to throw the rock over the tree limb t- is, is pretty critical. Your Timothy level? I think that? it's Timothy level, yeah. And I don't know if I've shared the story of the podcast, but I did have, I did, I've gone with a couple guys that don't know how to throw. And we've had some broken things, not broken bones or anything, but broken items occur as a result. So I just felt bad for you because I think I saw you throw a rock one time and it reminded me of like... A child with like a noodle for an arm. It just it was hard mm. to it was it was hard to swallow. But you know you <laughs> could think of so, you know I, I feel like I can get the rock. I've got I, I may not have the strength that you have, Derek, but I've got the accuracy. Do you? Well, you know I've seen you play bocce ball. You're pretty good. That's true. I get it over the limb. Well played. Okay. So anyway, so so food storage. That's like Timothy level. So I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to add a Timothy level real quick. So Timothy level is also going to um, involve, like, you bring the bear canister if they require you to, right? Right. So Barnabas level is, like, you are experienced enough where you actually know where to camp and how to camp, where you're pretty confident you're not going to get the animals. And so, therefore, you probably don't even need any of the food storage containers because either you're good at hanging your food or you're simply in an isolated enough spot where it's it's safe to not have a bear canister, basically. Right. Okay? Right. Um, which I, I think is where I'm at, and I think that's where you are at. The, yeah, yeah, I feel pretty okay. comfortable with that. So Paul Level has um, stirred up such a righteous anger 
against the bear canisters <laughs> that you now strategically plan your trips around where to camp so as not to have to bring them. Mm. And your righteous anger has led you to actually smash the bear canisters. Wow. Wow. And I'm, and I'm not there yet, but I'm close. I want you to, I think you're going to get there. I don't think I, I, think so I don't think I'll want to get to that point, but I think I'll love it. I think you will. I think you're going to want to go, you're not going to want to have those bear canisters. I don't, but I think I'm going to enjoy watching you get there more than me actually getting there. Now you don't actually carry the bear canisters, but you end up carrying more group gear as a result of them being along. So true, that's true. It impacts you. I think if I carried a bear canister one year, I would grow to hate it way more, for sure. We did have a guy on our trip who, who basically said, "Look, I'm happy to carry extra gear, but please don't make me carry the bear canister." Well, because it's <laughs> it just takes up so much space. It's just so bulky. Yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. and 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 honestly, like that's something we should have talked about with the food episode was with this that kind of whole smell contamination like you probably shouldn't be storing your sleeping bag in there because right. if you had food in there like that yeah disaster time but anyway that was kind of my for fun one okay uh yeah one more what you got navigation uh badge yes. huge badge um i would say timothy level is you know, obviously obviously a novice who has no idea how to read the map um you know i think maybe they're able to you know find the trail and they know what a junction is, um, but they do not feel comfortable reading a map at all. Um, okay. I would say Barnabas for me is some competency with like the map and um, figuring out where you're going, and uh, maybe they're starting to understand contour lines and gradually mastering the contour lines of, as far as you know elevation gain and you know and what that looks like in a three dimensional correct kind of yeah thing. like what that going two D to three D. Yeah, exactly. So, and then I would say the the Paul level is like, do I even need a map? Like, I'm that good. Like, I'm Paul. <laughs> I just like, I'm, I'm just gonna MacGyver my way through the wilderness. I don't worry about mileage and junctions and trails. That's for rookies. I just survive until I get to where I gotta go. Um, when in doubt, follow the water out. Exactly. Exactly. So Paul level. Okay. I don't. Yeah. So Paul level will be pretty epic. I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if I'd ever get to that point where I'd want to be there. I, I enjoy the map. I enjoy le- I enjoy learning about reading maps. I've enjoyed doing that over the it's years fun. and getting better at yeah. it. And I feel a lot more competent. And it was a good challenge this year, even though we had some uh, some good debates about where to go. I think we still were pretty solid. I don't know. You might disagree, but I felt pretty solid like I knew where we were a majority of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. When I was, when I was paying attention, I knew. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> so true, so true. I think, yeah, and I think that, yeah, we might have to revisit this whole navigation thing. This could be a whole other episode because there's, you know, with the GPSs nowadays and certain apps on your phones which aren't right. using data, they're using your GPS signal in your phone. Right. Like it's almost, I don't want to say complete, but but sometimes if you know how to use those apps well, it's almost making those maps obsolete. Right. And you and I still like the maps. It gives us kind of a broader scope of everything. Sure. But I was even talking to a guy at church on Sunday who he's a hunter and he was saying that basically all these hunters use this Onyx app because I don't know it, it basically can replace maps but it just it just doesn't give you the grand scope of things but we'll talk about that later. Mm, okay. I, so we didn't talk about what is your um, I'm guessing your knot tying badge is going to have some sort of a knot on it and maybe just like a like a pretzel styled rope picture. Okay. So what's your navigation badge going to look like? My navigation badge will be like, uh, I was going to say a boat, but that'd be kind of stupid. Like maybe like a compass of some sort. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty straightforward. My food storage badge is going to be a picture of a bear canister with a big red X through it. Appropriate. Appropriate. Yep. 
So there's other ones. We obviously just scratch the surface. Like certainly you could have like a water filtration badge, a meals badge, how to make dessert, not referring to freeze dried stuff badge, um, a sleeping badge, how to get good sleep and, you know, kind of, yeah, all sorts of different badges out there. How to blow up your air mattress badge, you know, how to fix your air mattress. That's a badge. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. I would, I think there's a couple badges we missed though that I would love to award you. I feel the same way, Carl. <laughs> what award right. would you want to give the great summer? Well, I don't want to dive too deep into some of these extra badges, but I've got a um, a shoe drying badge. A shoe where, drying badge. Like the Timothy level is you can dry your shoes without lighting them on fire. <laughs> 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 so you haven't hit the Timothy level yet, but I think next year you'll probably get there. <laughs> I haven't hit it yet. <laughs> wow. You know, I'm going to be a little bit more encouraging. I think you're almost at the Paul level on this badge, and it's the Mooch game badge. Um, I think that your Mooch game again with food and stuff is is on point to okay. approach Paul level to where the to where you might not even bring food at all. You know what I mean? Just mm. figure out how to mooch off everybody else. I actually am going to take my own advice about shaving weight in sneaky slash devious ways, and I actually thought of something I'm going to do all the way till next summer. I'm, I'm saving this idea, but you can mark it here okay. that. I'm going to get you to carry some extra weight, and you are going to do it unwittingly for me. Uh, un- so you're just going to sneak it into my bag or what? No. I'm not, t- I'm not telling you how I'm going to do it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that you're going to carry maybe an extra pound or two for me, not for not for a whole day, but just for part of a day. And That's not a yeah. big thing, though. I would do that for you anyway. I'm not. Yeah, but it's more the sneaky, devious side that where I'm going to get you to do it, and you're not going to realize you're even doing it. All right. I'm just going to not receive anything so from market. you. I won't receive anything yep. from you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you the payback badge. I'll give you the Barnabas level on that. I think I think the Paul levels you can pay people back without using Square Cash. So you're not quite there yet. <laughs> Why Square Cash is so easy though? Why wouldn't you want that? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to uh, make it easy. easier. It's worked. It's worked, but it has not had a hundred percent success rate. So that's I try why. to make it so easy for everybody else for you. But they still. Can't do it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And oh, and I got I got a revolt badge. Like you can turn people in the group against other people. Timothy level easily. Timothy, I think level. I think you're Paul level. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> wow, I really feel like you're almost at the there's a, there's a level before Timothy. It's called the baby level. And I think <laughs> the tenderfoot, the tender, the tenderfoot. I like that. You're at the tenderfoot level of game playing badge. Um, I think that you, you kind of, kind of pout, pout your way out of some games here and there. You're like, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. And so you'll do that. But every now and then, you'll show some spunk and you'll play. So you're yeah. approaching Timothy level. And I'm, I'm appreciative. I, of that. I think, I think I'm gonna. I think I would describe myself as I was once at the Paul level, and I'm probably now at the tenderfoot level. To be honest, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Totally so, fair. Okay. I like that. Um, I think, okay, before we jump into our trivia, I think it's yeah. time to hear from Todd. Let's do it. All right, Derek and Carl, you said you wished I had sent my comments in an audio clip, so here you go. I had, you know, heard the segments there at the beginning for some weeks and eventually one day i was like man i, I gotta give this feedback it's killing me so the the thing that i really noticed was when derek does his segment he says and with me is carl the only man to ever and then he says something that's like 
pretty much impossible to do. So if you could do it, like you are the backpacking superstar, super stud, superhero, whatever you want to call it. I mean, like the only man to ever use his shoelaces to make a rope to cross some the Grand Canyon or something like that. Carl, when uh, when you do yours, it's something like, and with me is Derek, the only man who ever thought that certain colored moths on all four sides of a tree means north is in every direction. <laughs> and the only way that someone would ever really, you know, think that would be if, uh, this is going to sound harsh, would be if uh, they were, you know, not so bright, let's just say it that way. So, Todd, I got to hand it to you. That was a good example where maybe I was being a little bit critical of Derek, even though I don't really think he would believe that North was in every direction. But you could make the case that that, that was kind of a negative take on an opening and that Derek's not so bright. Um, you could also make the case that maybe at times Derek's not actually so bright. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to... I think I just did the... I'm just going to let this... I did the opposite of what he wanted there, I'm sorry. I'm just going to let this plane crash. You should let that... So, with that in mind, I issue a challenge to you, Carl. See if you can make one of those segments in the same pattern that Derek does, like where you say, and with me is Derek, the only man to ever, and then something that's, you know, obviously a superstar backpacker would be the only person that could do it. All right, man. hope this is uh, helpful. You guys are great. Always fun listening to you. Um, you keep my drive home from work and traffic here in Austin, Texas. Interesting. So thank you. Yeah, I think Todd hit the nail on the head with this, Carl. I think this is a good challenge for you. And if we if we can recall in the past where, you know, we, we were talking about the last uh, trip we went on this, this past summer and how you were teasing me about giving deliberate compliments. And I think it's ironic because all of my intros are kind of deliberate but fake, but deliberate mm. compliments to you. Right. Where I think from Todd's perspective, he would agree with and that. And I think Todd understands that I need to nurture your, your fragile ego, <laughs> and I can take those harder <laughs> blows of mockery. So, so Todd, he's, it's, it's mockery and love, first of all. I don't ever take it personally, but you know, I just want Carl to understand that I'm giving him specific compliments that maybe he's not aware of. You know? so, and it's hard, I, I think know. it's hard for you to do the same, Carl. I don't know. Maybe it's hard. Okay, but uh, to say something nice about you, uh, you know, I think it. Uh, I don't know. Is it? In it? I I already said some nice things about how I think it would be pretty cool if you were to get to the Paul level with a couple of those <laughs> merit badges this episode. So I feel like I've addressed that. But let me talk about what Todd said. I'm I'm definitely up for the challenge. So thank you for throwing it out there. So next episode, I'm not sure what topic we're going to do next, but I will have a positive intro for Derek, and I. Th- my other theory about why he feels this way, Derek, is because I don't think he listens to the little blurbs you have after the closing, after the closing music, mm. where pretty much every single episode you're taking a shot at me <laughs> every single time. And so the only and then and then you sort of say something to me at the beginning of the episode, and I was just taking it on the front end and the back end. So this is more of like a defense mechanism for me to respond and hold my own a little bit. You know bit. what I hear? I hear insecurity coming out. And that's okay. Oh, for sure. That's okay. Big that's time. Okay. Big time. Um, I, f- I feel like I've I feel like I've addressed, I've addressed that multiple times. <laughs> at least you're aware. <laughs> Lots of insecurity. At least you're aware. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm up for okay. I, I'm up for to see how this challenge goes out. That's good. I'm glad that Todd. <laughs> you're up for listening to the challenge. Good I'm job. up for listening to this challenge. Right. Thank you, Todd. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. But-
Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Thank you for the, for the MP3. That was super fun, and we had a good time with that for sure. That's right. Okay. So this trivia question, this is mine, Derek, and mm-hmm. this trivia question or series of questions, well, it's kind of one question, is more than fair, mm. okay, in light of our topic for the day, okay. but it's, it's kind of hard. So I'm going to mm. give you six different potential merit badges from the Boy Scouts of America. And you got to tell me, is that like a legitimate merit badge that you can actually earn if you were a Boy Scout? <laughs> or is oh, it okay. not? Okay. 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 So is it, I'm not going to lie. So wait, how, how many are, do we know how many are true and false? Are you going to give me that number? Like out of six are like four accurate? And no, two no I'm not going to get that number. You're not going to tell no, me? No, I'm not going to tell you. All right. So I want you to get, I only want you to get half of them. How about just three? Oh boy. Three okay. out of six. Okay. Whew, I don't know how I'm going to do. Here we go. So all the ones I'm choosing are going to be surprising whether they are or whether they aren't. I'm not going to choose ones like the backpacking merit badge or the camping or the canoeing. Okay, we're going we're gonna to kind of hit some of the ones that might be not so commonly known. Obscure. All right. Okay. Or just downright fake. So here we go. Here we go. The animation merit badge. Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> animation oh, can I pa- can I pass and come back to it can I pass sure I'm not starting off so well okay. okay I'll give you an easier one how about the basketry I'm gonna say that's a real badge Bas- <laughs> not, not basket weaving but basketry <laughs> is correct Bas- is that wait 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 is correct is yeah. it yeah yeah that's a it's badge, a badge. Right? yeah uh, the- okay all right the chess, one for one. the chess badge, like chess, like chess pieces. Badge? <laughs> Doesn't say chess pieces. I'm not gonna elaborate. It's more the I'm chess say, playing is is involved there. I uh, I guess I'll say false. Uh, chess badge is also true. <laughs> what is what is that? Uh, we can go into that later. They have a whole like PDF file for each one. I'm on the Boy Scouts website right oh, now. Oh, good goodness. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. They have they, it's lengthy and it has you know. Like points you've got to hit in order to uh, to 
to Ridiculous. qualify for okay. it. Right. Okay. The uh, <laughs> all right. Next one is the geocaching yeah. merit badge. That's gotta be false. Gotta be, but it's not. It's true. What? <laughs> one for three. Oh I told you these were hard. It's terrible. Be, yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, <laughs> uh, terrible. How about the fingerprinting merit badge? <laughs> That's, please tell me that's well, false. Uh, it's also true. <laughs> I feel like we're making fun of the Boy Scouts. I just think these are really interesting merit badges, and I'm laughing because fingerprinting because badge? Derek is one for four. <laughs> this is terrible. So animation has to be false. I'm going to say false. On false animation. on animation. Okay. So you're now one okay, for so five. I have to get this right. You're now one for five. No two. Nope. Wait. You've only gotten one right. False. Is animation false? No, animation is true. I, these are Every all true. single one I've given you is true. And you keep on saying false. <laughs> you think you would put some ridiculous... Okay. okay, go ahead. All right, I'll, I'll give you one final one. Ready? Okay, give me the final, the final one. You already failed. For two out of six. Failed. Here we go. Not tying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, I feel like I'm so tilted by saying that... I Like, I want to say that it's real, but for some reason I feel like it's not... <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll say true. What is false? <laughs> that is not true. That is not a merit badge. <laughs> Come on. How is that not a merit Okay, so I actually... This is why I don't want to be a Boy Scout. I, so I looked it up on multiple... I'm like, is really not tying not one of them? And so I looked... I actually asked our resident Eagle Scout, Knowlton. I was like, what's going on with the not, the not tying? Like, yeah. why is that not on the websites? And he said that in order to... That not tying is basically... There's skills that raise you um, in rank but they're not a badge. So like you go from, you know, mm. I don't know what all the ranks are. You go okay. from tenderfoot to like mountain lion or mountain lion to like baby eagle. I don't know, whatever the ranks are. Whatever. So yeah. you, I guess you learn different knots for that. But Baby eagle, yeah. I'm just making it up at the top, top of my head. But I just simply was reading off the first five and strategically put that one last. I knew you would say true on that one. Uh, I was well played. Well played. Yes, that was so you're one, one for six. <laughs> all, all animation badge. Come I on. went fingerprinting. I know, and badge. I went in alphabetical order too, and I didn't even get to the letter M with all the like the ones that I guess we think of. I mean, we think of you know the Boy Scouts as just like I said before, just being like outdoorsmen, and and there's yeah. a lot of them that are that are legit. You know, they've got kayaking on there, they've got medicine, they've got you know Indian lore, right. they've got all sorts of different ones on there, but they have you know almost like like business courses or, or or like elective courses you could take but you kind of explore it on your own so to me a lot of these are actually really appealing and if had i if yeah. had they had these when i was a kid or had i known about these some of these i think i might have been more inclined to join boy scouts wow that's some that's you learn something new every day yeah i definitely didn't know that no that's there's a, there's just a, i mean fun. and there's there's just a bunch like you have no idea how many there are but i i have I'm now. I might go check them out. Welding is a merit badge. That's like a that. skill that people pay a lot of money for because there's so few. I don't know why they would make that a merit badge. But just I they're just like useful that. life skills, man. There's a lot of or useful yeah. life information. That, that would make sense. That makes sense. Program. They got computer programming, plumbing. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Lots of. I don't know, I, and I've got no idea with the trail life, like how that crossover is but i guess i'll find out soon enough guys that'll wrap it up for us today thanks again for joining us on the podcast please give us a review on apple itunes or google play uh and we look forward to getting some more audio clips from you guys 
And remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. Take care. I want to fly around the world. So there is an additional badge that uh, Carl's already received. Um, he has eclipsed the Paul level of this badge. It's it's more like guru, uh, you know, uh, celestial level, I guess you could call it. I'm not even sure what that... It's just so high, it's unbelievable. Um, and he eclipsed it last year in the tent. It was pretty amazing. It was the gas badge. The gas badge just, just crushing. Nobody's even close to him. I'll just say that, so... I don't know. I got to find a gas mask or something to figure this out because it's getting brutal. See you guys. Thank you for calling Mountain House. This is Caitlin. How can I help you? Hi, Caitlin. How's it going today? Going well. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, My name is Carl, and I actually do a backpacking podcast, and I had a couple questions for you. Are you okay to answer a couple questions about Mountain House stuff? Sure, absolutely. What are your questions? Okay. So, I guess I got a couple of basic questions first. Um, so, what's what's Mountain House's most popular meal? If you happen to know, um, so it does vary a little bit. It fluctuates. But some of the most popular ones are our beef stroganoff, our chili mac, okay. our breakfast skillet, um, and then actually our new items, our chicken fajita bowl, and our home style turkey dinner, um, are actually climbing in popularity as well. Interesting. Okay. And then, so, so you said chili mac. I'm guessing you're talking about the chili mac with beef, right? Yeah. Okay, so I got a question on that one. Mm-hmm. Is that one intended for either solo hikers or people that sleep in their own tent only? <laughs> it's intended for anyone who likes it. Okay. So, I think you saw where I was going there because I've, I've had mm-hmm. it. It, tastes, it does taste good, but it can wreak havoc on the uh, gastrointestinal area. Okay, and then I have another question. Mm-hmm. So we, we're doing a, a podcast on food, and we, we're we fans of Mountain House for sure, but we have a concern, and so okay. I, I was hoping you could you could address it. So we get, like, with chili mac of beef, lasagna, some of these other ones, like, there's quite a few ingredients, and quite it's kind of like a multi-step process to, uh, to put these together. But for a meal like chicken and rice, where essentially it's just the rice, the chicken, and maybe some seasonings. I mean, I know there's packaging and, and this and that. Um, I was at REI today, and it's $8 for chicken and rice, like, which is, you know, similar to, to the price for some of these other meals. Like, what's the story with that? A lot of it has to do with the fact that freeze-drying itself is not necessarily the, the cheapest method to um, preserve food. Um, it is a complex okay. process, and it... it um, in addition to that, we you know we do have a prote- proprietary packaging that we've designed right, right. in-house and everything um, that gives it our long shelf life and keeps it fresh and keeps the oxygen from getting in. So those okay. things combined is kind of what makes it have to have the price it has. Um, and then, of course, other costs like ingredients and all that, depending on what they could be. Yeah, no, I get that for the other ones. I'm just thinking, like, if I had some Uncle Ben's rice and then I bought, like, one of those chicken packets at the store, I'm out, you know, if I'm portioning that, I'm not, like maybe like a dollar fifty. I get it on the packaging that kinda you know, we can kinda pour it all in one spot. But I don't know. Eight eight bucks just seems steep, that's what I was I was asking. Okay. 
I appreciate your thoughts. And then just, I guess, last question. Are, are your customers, I'm guessing they're either like backpackers, campers, or like kind of doomsday preppers. Is that pretty accurate? It's pretty accurate, yes. Okay. Is there, does it lean more towards one group or another or is it pretty split? Um, I would say the outdoor market is more, is bigger for us than, than the other, but gotcha. it is pretty split. Um, but we see a lot of um, outdoor back campers, backpackers, hikers. Okay, cool. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.